I'm Nurse Jessica Seitz, along with Nurse Erica. We're Nurses Uncorked, the podcast that takes nursing facts with nursing comedy and makes a little cocktail out of it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Nurses Uncorked. Um, I myself am Nurse Jessica Seitz, along with uh, Nurse Erica here, my co-host. And I'm really excited about um, today's podcast because there's a lot of cool um, things that we're going to be adding to the podcast today that are going to be kind of traditions, um, weekly, weekly traditions, if you will, for, for Nurses Uncorked. Um, so this is, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. And I also, uh, the topic that we're doing today is um, a little bit different than what we've done before in the past, which has been a lot of like... Uh, current events or um, things that need to be fixed in nursing and healthcare. Um, but today we're just talking about some of the struggles, some of the everyday struggles of uh, dating. We're picking nurses and dating today. That is the uh, hot topic today. And uh, boy, do we have some stories to share for you. But before that, right, Erica, we're going to start a tradition, yes, right? we are. Cocktail of the week because we are, of course nurses uncorked and so we always have a cocktail and we thought we would feature a new one each week but um jessica has done something that she won't share with me yet she wanted to do it on the podcast so i'm a little nervous but she said she made a cocktail and um i decided to take the reins on this this week um and the drink of the week i have named it's called it's nurse erica's fault (laughs) that's the drink that i'm making for you guys yeah can we, can we get a t-shirt it seems that like that yes yeah, somebody actually suggested that can you believe it somebody actually uh emailed us about that and said that we should have a shirt that says it's nurse erica's fault because yeah. when in doubt if we Blame get nurse we don't know what the hell's going on what i say that sounds good to me i mean at least it takes the heat off of me right (laughs) let's let's throw poor erica under the bus so what better way to start it out than um the drink the cocktail of the week is called the it's nurse erica's fault so i'm going to show you guys how to make it (laughs) and i'm going to be uncorking a champagne bottle here so let's see how this goes normally i make my husband do it so i've got my a pretty glass here and this is a i'm usually a wine snob meaning that's all I drink. So I'm going out on a limb here to do something different um, because I normally, it's Chardonnay. Chardonnay all day, not all day, but you know what I mean. If I could, I would. But um, this is made with Grand Marnier. And if you're asking, why'd you pick that, uh, Nurse Jessica? Why'd you well, pick that, Well, it's all Nurse we had Jessica. in our liquor cabinet. Yeah. Um, this is the liquor we had in the cabinet. So I looked up recipes that go with this. Okay. And um, that's how it happened. And this, and it happened to involve, um, well, I'll show you next. So you're going to take your Grand Marnier, which it's a liqueur made with cognac and orange liqueur. Do you say it like that or liquor? Liqueur. Liqueur or liquor? Liqueur. What do you think? I think liqueur yeah. sounds better. But I like saying made with cognac and orange liqueur. <laughs> <laughs> it depends it with how co- long you've put been some drinking. orange liqueur. Yeah. All right. So you're supposed to take one and a half, as my father would call it, a jiggers, shot. which is like one and a half shot yeah. glasses. Yeah. Um, yeah. One and a half shots. Okay. 
Okay, I might have gone a little over, but that's okay. <laughs> um, into your into your cup, okay. Then, which is so, I guess I've never had this Grand Marnier, but it's supposed to taste really like orangey, hence the orange liqueur okay. flavored. So it's like a summery kind of drink. Then you're going to take a bottle. You can drink the whole bottle if you want, um, but you're going to open a bottle of Prosecco. Oh, I like um, Prosecco. That's good. Cham- okay, is Prosecco, cha- it's champagne, right? I'm guessing? Or, yeah, but it's also, also kind of wine. It's, I, I don't know much about wine. I just know that I like sweet wines, and Prosecco is usually grouped in with that. I was telling Erica earlier today that the drink involved... A champagne bottle and I always make my husband do this because this actually makes me nervous yeah, me um, I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys this is one of my um, uh, anxiety ridden things I always have a fear that the cork's gonna fly into my eyeball somehow I yeah <laughs> I don't Point know it away why, from but, you and away from the um, computer okay so okay so I guess you untwist you this untwist thing it, yeah. right I always need to get like a towel Take it off. to twist the um, cork out oh! ah! it popped off freezer because the bottle was room temperature about an hour ago so I'm thinking I might have gotten it a little too cold yeah yeah okay (laughs) while I calm back down all right so you're gonna take your Prosecco it it obviously is not supposed to be that easy thank god that didn't shoot in my face and you you mix it in (laughs) okay hopefully this is good we'll see thumbs up I like it. it it's you would have it again Yes, I would. I would. So, cheers, everybody. So, um, cheers. Yeah, let's 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 get into it. I'm so excited mm-hmm. that we did our first cocktail of the week. That's I fun. know that's awesome. Yeah. So, I have to come yeah. up with one next week. Is yep. that the idea? Yep. You okay. got to make make, and it's got to be something that we're mixing things because that's what we do. Okay. We mix the comedy and okay. the and the and the drama, if you want to call it that. That's true. Um, that's yeah. right. So that's that's what our cocktails are like. So. We're going to let um, okay. Erica kick off this uh, podcast, and we're going to start talking about nurses and, and, and dating um, and yeah. why, it's, why it's a problem, because I, th- I think yeah. it can be. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm kind of at a weird point in life, right? So I'm single. I've been divorced for a long time, and, you know, it, it's kind of a struggle because, for me anyway, because I'm always around nurses, right? And we are still a female, predominantly female field, right? So I'm around a lot of women. And the men are, you know, not to stereotype, but like if you're talking about physicians, right? So you either have uh, like residents that are typically younger, you know, like way too young for me, or you have um, attendings and they're usually married already, you know, so it's this weird, like, where am I going to meet someone? Well, then you, you know, you go to online dating, right? Because that's just the way to go. And I've done that in the past. And I actually met and someone. And wait, how do, first of all, how do you approach somebody at the workplace too? That's a very awkward thing. Because if it, it is. if it doesn't, it, it, if it's not, 
reciprocated and then you have to keep seeing this person like it's a whole it's a yeah it's a, it's a, I think I think it usually difficult... starts with like a flirtation though don't you think like a mutual oh yes flirtation. I know I know all about that we'll get into that later yeah, but I know you yeah, do yeah <laughs> yes it, it, it does it's kind of like dipping your toes in the water to see what kind yeah, of response and if it's you're reciprocated get. right then you kind of continue with the flirting and it, you know I don't think that's necessarily the hard part but uh, I don't know for me like where, where am I going to meet someone? You know, I'm not meeting them at work. I'm not like a go sit in the bar kind of person unless I'm like out with my girlfriends or something, you know? Are you like so, me though that you don't want to be out really late? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't like, care. Going, I will. Oh God. I, you know what's weird? If I'm at home, I want to stay up really late, but it's because <laughs> I'm in the comfort of my own bed. But if I'm right, out, right. like if I'm out like at a bar or a restaurant, I just keep thinking how long until I can get back in my bed <laughs> and get in your PJs not, and like be yes, comfy. not necessarily yeah. to, to go to sleep because half the time I end up scrolling TikTok or something um but anywho that's a whole that's a whole other yeah. thing but yeah the the dating scene at the at the bars and stuff is kind of scary too it's uh, it is it is yeah and so I'm like do I want to get back on online dating because I used to do that quite a bit for a long time and I met my ex-fiance online and we were together like four whoa, years whoa whoa you know. whoa whoa I don't know this story <laughs> what what ex-fiance on oh, can we say what what dating I, app it was what was it yeah it was um match match.com oh okay it was okay. it was a while ago yeah and uh actually funny story so when I first decided to do online dating like this is a long time ago I think mm-hmm. the first one I did was eHarmony because that was like the big one at the time. So their sign-up process is like hellacious. Like it's like psychological testing and you have to answer 10,000 questions about yourself. And it's one of those like, do you consider taking a pen from work stealing? Yeah, <laughs> those kind of yeah. questions. And then they ask you it like five different ways. So I just mm-hmm. went through and I, I answered it all like honestly. And then... It said it, it calculates whatever at the end, and it literally said, we have no matches for you. <laughs> so oh, my then, gosh. I was mortified. Wait up. Wait up. Stick it I, to you. Right? Jeez. So I think I had done it, like, only for my, my city, geographically. So then I broadened the geographical area to, I don't know what, like, 200 miles or something. And it still said, we have no matches for you. And I was so insulted I'm like, okay, so I'm answering it honestly, and you're telling me that I am such a disaster that you don't have a single person in your entire database that I might be compatible with to go get coffee. <laughs> like, are you serious? I was so pissed. I, I, was I would so pissed. be, I would be very pissed. Like that is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I so I, I I don't know what that says about you, Erica, but I know but, it's a little concerning, right? Yeah, it is her fault. (laughs) So then I went and I did a match profile, match.com, and I I met my ex-fiance. Like I said, we were together like four years. And so I know that online dating works, you know. And even after... Was he he a nurse too or no? Was he a nurse or no? No, not in the medical field at all. He was, um, he had been in the Air Force and he had like... Okay, well, let's talk about that. And... So you you have experience as know? being being a nurse and 
starting to date somebody from scratch that is not in the medical field like did you find that you were wanting to talk about stuff that they like he didn't understand or didn't really get or did you um feel sometimes you grossed him out and you didn't mean to or was there anything like that I mean okay so there's always kind of a component of that right like if you're dating someone that's non-medical especially if you're hanging out with your fellow nurses or medical people you just have a tendency to go into shop talk and we talk about all manner of nasty things and it does not phase us at all right so that that's like a you know kind of a cliche yeah. but it's true like that actually happens but I will tell you Um, if I'm being really honest, that I think it kind of hurt our relationship with me being a nurse because my whole background is pediatrics, right? So at that time I'm working, I'm bedside, I am getting like type two diabetics, new onset diabetic kids every single day, every day, you know? And Mm -hmm. it's my job to like, you know, teach them how they can now deal with the disease process and how the family needs to make changes and all this, you know? Well, we were living together and it was my two kids and his two kids and um i was in retrospect really hard on his parenting and on his kids because i was like i was like a nazi about how my kids ate and my kids were really active they were both dancers and they like ate really healthy and Mm -hmm. he just didn't kind of prioritize the same things with his kids And in my mind, it was, if we keep going down this path, they're going to end up, you know, probably with type 2 diabetes. And I'm the one, because I'm the medical professional, that's going to have to deal with that, (laughs) you know? And so I I was, like, really critical about it. And that led Mm -hmm. to a lot of, that's not why we broke up at all, but it certainly led to issues. You know, it strained the relationship because it skewed my opinion of, how he parented and I well I, I, probably I think that knowing left it, that. it's one of those things like knowing too much like especially being a yeah. nurse and knowing what things can lead to sometimes it's like they say ignorance is bliss yeah. sometimes you know really not not knowing and not knowing and understanding all those little uh little things about eating chips and salt and and sugars and all of that can lead to so um I could definitely yeah. see how that could be um a conflict and we have this thing where we just ultra like want to diagnose everything and we don't mean it um oh yeah but yeah. i mean even like in the grocery store <laughs> yeah like that like you see somebody with their eyes like this and you're like they probably have hyperthyroidism and have no idea or you know mm-hmm. you know what i mean like so thalamus yeah yeah to- totally so i mean i guess it it could definitely strain a a, a relationship um, yeah, it, it and it did in retrospect. There was some stuff like that that, you know, you just, you can't help it, especially when that's your specialty and you're seeing, you know, worst case scenario every single day. Like, it, it does affect you. And no matter how much you don't want it to, you end up bringing it home. And so, you know, it caused a strain. But nonetheless, like, we were together four years and we had a horrible, heartbreaking breakup that maybe I'll tell that story one day. But... Anyway, now I'm at a point oh, where... I don't like that. That sounds sad. Oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. I was a mess for a long time. Like, it you was know what? Bad. Every was, time we really get bad. on a podcast, we think of the next one. We need to have a podcast on the most gut-wrenching... Wrenching? Is it wrenching or wrenching? Wrenching? Uh, a breakup wrenching? you've ever gone through. Like, a breakup that just... It was that one. Oh, well, that we're going to do that on an upcoming episode. Because I have... 
I can tell you, you know, about that one, would be but... a good episode because it was the year that I turned 40. And I tell, I say, like, I allude to it all the time that that was the worst year of my life. Like, I, I had the worst year, everything that could go wrong, horrible, horrible things happened all within one year. And it was the year I turned 40. And that was a big part of it. So, yeah, that's a whole episode, even in and of itself. That. That. Anyway, is it turning so forty supposed to be glamorous where... or something? It wasn't for me either. Oh basically. no, it sucked. It sucked for me. It sucked. Yeah. Uh, so now I'm like, do I want to go back do online dating? But now I'm at a weird. Okay, tell me what you think of this. I don't know if this is just like in my mind. If I'm making too much of it, <laughs> but I feel like I can't do that anymore because, God forbid like someone that follows me were to come across my online profile and and like share it publicly like that would be mortifying I would be so embarrassed and not that I have the biggest following out there but that just is what's keeping me from doing that like can you believe nurse Erica's on tinder is it (laughs) is it tinder just like the hookup one or something or plenty of fish I don't know I don't even know yeah. if that still exists or not. The best one is Bumble, because that's the one where, like, girls choose, you know. The woman chooses, basically. See, I don't know anything about one. any of these Did these you things. ever do online dating, ever? No, but I did stalk my current really? husband on because that, that's a whole other story. But we, we had a, a breakup before we got engaged and married, and I... Oh, I didn't know that. Started, look, I found him on Plenty of Fish. He had set up a profile. <gasps> yes. Yes. Oh. And so you know what I did? Me and my You girl- made a fake one. Yes, we did. And we catfished him. So you could like, yeah. And we yeah. put this hot girl on there. Like, we, I don't know. She's, my friend stole somebody's pictures. This was horrible. And we made this account and said she was a pharmaceutical rep. And like... <laughs> Yeah. Because they're always gorgeous. Yeah, they are. And like, and he was like, oh, like, and he wrote her back immediately. He's like, what kind of drugs y'all pushing nowadays? Like, and I was like, oh, you bastard. Like, I was so mad. And I was like, I can't keep this up. So, you know what I did? I wrote back and I said, oh, sorry, I messaged the wrong person. (laughs) That's great. That's great. I Put told him, in him his place. I Make didn't him tell humble. him this story until probably about a year ago because I was like, he's going to think oh I'm God. psycho. Well, I okay, am. Okay, and what did he say? You, that doesn't surprise me. You freaking nuts. Oh, it just was like, it was like, because I asked him, I said, do you remember Plenty of Fish? Do you? Hmm? And he's like, yeah, I guess. And I was like, do you remember Pharmaceutical <laughs> Girl? Do you? He was like, uh, I don't know, kind of. I was like, oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I did finally tell him. It was like the one... That's hilarious. The one secret, the one dark skeleton in my closet that I've never shared with him that was that. That you hadn't admitted and I, yet. And it yeah. was eating away at me. I mean, and this is really? the dumbest... Yeah, it did bother me. I don't me. think that's bad. I, I don't think it's do that bad, like but that. anytime, like, we... You know, when you're with somebody a long time, you have these times that yeah. you just share like crazy stories, and that would always. I was like, "Oh my god, I haven't told him about what a nut I am." Okay. Anyways, 
But yeah, that's the... so that that's my current conundrum is like, do I want to do online dating again? Because I'm probably not going to meet someone organically. Like, who meets anyone organically anymore? That that whole running into someone like in the produce section, like that shit doesn't happen. You know, I don't know where you even meet people anymore. If you're not going to go hang out at a bar, you know, if if the vast majority of who you're working with are women, you know, and it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of over it. I'm like, whatever happens. That happens. Seg- segues into, if you want to date Nurse Erica, email me at nurses uncorked. <laughs> At nursesuncorked.com. Jessica's going to vet you first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll do do matchmaking on another another podcast. Oh my gosh, that actually would... Watch us start to get emails and people would be like, oh, she's sexy. I I, doubt it. All you have to do is talk about strikes with Nurse Erica and she'll just... She drops her panties for that. I get really excited. (laughs) I drop my panties for strikes. Can we write that strike actions? <laughs> That's another T-shirt coming down the. Yeah, I'm gonna write that idea down. Um, I think this Marnier shirt get to me a little. It's kicking bit. in. It's kicking in. And I've barely had any. Um, at, at, anywho, so do you think you'll try the dating things one more time or no? I don't know. There's like a matchmaker service here where I live that I don't know how they got my number, but they call me. I swear, like once a month. Like, are you ready to sign up yet? And it's kind of expensive, I think. I don't know if that... That just totally reminds me of, like, Fiddler on the Roof. You know, like, the matchmaker. I don't know. Oh, have you ever done the ones that um, you meet, like, a bunch of people in one night and you go table to table or no? No. I've always, like, speed dating. Yes, I've always wanted to do that. I've never done that. But you know why I want to do that? Because I get so annoyed when when I do, like all my makeup all my hair like I get dressed up I go and you know in like the first three seconds that there's no way you're ever gonna go out with this person again what a, like, it's like I such a waste of time getting ready I'm pissed so one of my proudest days when I was doing like a lot of online dating is I managed to set up three first dates all on the same day it was perfect like coffee lunch and dinner and I was it was none of them worked out, but I was like, you know what? That's fine because I only had to do my hair once and my makeup once. It You're like, good. hey, hey, I buddy, um, I, I gotta go. <laughs> I I got another date I gotta get to. Um, I, 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 I I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you. That's like I I one time when yeah. that when, which is another story when me and my now husband were dating and we broke up. I also went on a few dates. I didn't join a dating website, but um, I did meet this one gentleman um evidently i met him one night at a bar and through my beer goggles i thought he was a lot more attractive than what he was so <laughs> so we talked on the phone a few times and we set up um a date and i met him up at a it was like a chili's or something i don't know and um when i was sober i was like i knew within two minutes that i was like uh-uh he was like he had on like mom jeans like but like it was like he had him pulled up like way high like awkward looking like Ooh. where like the crotch area looked like this was he long tr- trying to like compensate for and something he, and he was from boston which i'm not saying there's anything wrong with being from boston but he was like do you you want me to get you a brewski i'll order you a brewski and i just i kept i was like <laughs> I, I i have to get out so i ran to the bathroom i'm so this is horrible and i called my friend to come pick me up and rescue me and 
But she, did you leave like in front of him like you said goodbye? No. No, I texted him from the parking lot. You didn't? Lot. You, I, how'd you sneak out? I, I, the bathroom was oh by God. the door, and I ran out, and my friend scooped me up, and I texted him and said I had an emergency, and I had to go. Okay, you want to know what one of the craziest, like, first dates was for me? Sure. This was online dating. And uh, so my rule, I learned this very quickly, is don't agree to a meal. Like, for the first time you meet, you know, like you've already talked, you think there might be something there, right? I don't care. It's either coffee or drinks because I am not going to commit to, like, an hour, an hour and a half of a meal with you if I haven't met you yet. Yeah, that's so a lot of time That was commitment. my thing. So I had been talking to this guy for a while. Like, a while, right? And we finally met at Starbucks for coffee. And he texted me, like, on the way. He's like, I'm on my way now, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. I got there first. He walks in, I shit you not, with his baby. Like, his baby. And I, and it doesn't say anything. It's like the elephant in the room, you yeah. know? If he had been like, Wait, oh, did my you God, know, I'm so did sorry. Did you know like he my, had a baby? The, did you know he had a baby? I, I knew he had kids. Okay. But I, I, don't, I don't remember if I knew one was a baby. She was, like, over a year old. But you didn't but, know that she would be, like, out on the date. No. Right. And <laughs> if he had just been, like, you know, my sitter canceled at the last minute. I'm so sorry. I didn't want to cancel. Fine. Okay, cool. But it was the way that, like, he just didn't even acknowledge that he brought a baby. That <laughs> like, I was like, this is so damn weird. So we're sitting there having coffee. And I go, I go, you know, is she, like, what, maybe about 16 months old? And he's like, oh, my God. She's exactly 16 months old. How did you know? And I'm like... Because I've had kids and I'm a pediatric nurse. Yeah. This is my specialty. (laughs) Like, I can pinpoint any kid's age, you know? Right, right. Um, And he was so impressed with that. And then I went into, like, I think I was so annoyed at that point. I'm like, so is she, you know, just now starting to do this? And, And, you know, I went into, like, all the developmental stages. And he's like, that is amazing. She just did that yesterday. You're a genius, Erica. Anyway, I yeah. know. I know. So you and never so went out never with him again? Or? No. No. Yeah. And he never brought it. Like, he never explained why he brought his baby. Like, ever. The whole time. Yeah, like, it would have been different if, like, on the way, he's like, I had an emergency. I can either come and bring. Right. Or we have to right. reschedule. Like, something like that, I think, would have been more um, understandable yeah. or acceptable. Um, yeah. Nope. Elephant hate, in the room the whole time. I hate so dating. Weird. I'm sorry, Erica. I feel for you, but I hate the it whole sucks. dating scene is is awful. It it's just sucks. Yeah, it's just hard. I mean, until you finally I mean, once you yeah. find that person and you're you're into the groove of it, but it's like the whole, like you said, the getting ready, the what do you do for a living? What do you do for a living? Yeah. <laughs> what do you, what's your favorite color? Are you, what's your sign? Like, it's just yeah. like. Or, or people that don't know how to carry on a conversation. So like you ask them a question, like in a text or messaging online, and then they just give like a close ended answer, you know, like at some point you have to participate in keeping the conversation going. And I have no desire to hold your hand and, you know, tell you how to communicate as a grown ass adult. Like, right. <laughs> you know, right. I've, yeah. I've raised my kids. I'm done. I'm not going to teach you how to be a fully functional adult. You know, like my, my patience is this much. So I, that's kind of where I'm at. I don't, I don't blame you for that. Um, but 
I, I don't I don't know. If anybody's got good advice on where Nurse Erica could date meet people, I don't know. <laughs> church? Maybe church? I don't know. Uh, I'm not really a church I don't like person. any of that. Not very either. often. I, I don't even like the idea yeah. of going on a singles cruise. They do that too, but I, I think your best I bet. I don't know. I might, I could probably do that, but it would be weird. It would, do, I mean, it would. I would, I would do speed dating though. I kind of want to try that. That'd be I think that's good. perfect yeah. because I think within like five minutes, you usually know if there's possibly. Oh no. I know in like a minute. Like a minute. I know walking into the bar before I sit down if there's going to be a second date. And it's so frustrating when you walk in and you're like, you look nothing like your damn picture. Like, that picture was 15 years ago. Like, be for real. Be for real. I go to great lengths to use pictures that are, like, realistic. Because I don't want anyone to be disappointed when they meet me. (laughs) You know? And you know what? Nowadays... That's true with filters and all the things that are out there. Like, how do yeah. you know until you really meet somebody, like, what they're going to look like? Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I would say good luck to you, Eric. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate but, it. Before we get into my drama, should we go yeah. into the, the new tradition that we're going to be doing? We yes, think- I was, I was going to say it. Go for it. I have it right here. I'm going to let you answer because okay. I think that this is a better question for you to answer. Um, okay. So this is anonymous. I'm not going to say who it's from. Um, but the question is, for nurses on court, I'm having issues with my manager. How do I deal with a micromanaging, sabotaging person? It's a great question. Erica, yeah, and this away. is something, yeah, I actually just helped a nurse about a week ago with this. We had a, a little session because her manager micromanaging the heck out of everything. And so he, it's so common. It's so common in nursing and especially in nurse managers. But one thing that I think is really helpful to keep in mind is that micromanaging is a sign that the person is lacks evil. confidence. <laughs> I was going to say it's no, evil. They could be. They could be. <laughs> I don't like but they, they don't have any confidence. They are suffering from... Um, imposter syndrome often especially with newer nurse managers you know imposter syndrome is like super common even if you have a ton of it I still get it from time to time believe it or not but typically why a nurse manager is going to be micromanaging is because they're overcompensating for whatever area they're they feel they're lacking in and what it usually is is they know that they can no longer hang with direct patient care and that's why they don't like jump in and help a lot of the time because they're feeling inadequate because it's been five ten years whatever since they've done patient care and things have changed like they don't they're not really confident with the emr they don't know the iv pumps they don't know the flow like they know nursing and they know the stuff in general but to jump in seamlessly that would be a problem and they would be embarrassed and so they often overcompensate Mm -hmm. by micromanaging their employees and you know that doesn't make it okay it's terrible to deal with a micromanager but for me keeping in mind that in the back of my mind that oh yeah someone's feeling a little inadequate aren't they you know (laughs) kind of helps navigate that a little bit um it's hard you know it's really bad and they're that's a slippery slope, yeah. man, because it's like I had a micromanager once, um, and it was horrible. 
it, everything was do? about everything was about they lived to write people up like it yeah they were so nitpicky about one minute late like and they were up to date on like the um the audits on time clocks and i mean like you'd get if you were late one day two days later you could be written up again because that's how on top of it this person was um it, it just was petty stuff like calling the desk um girls voices need to come down a little bit like as if we're in kindergarten um right the you know like this like pointing and shaking a finger like no drinks oh that's so condescending oh yeah like you're Uh like you're a freaking kid um if you did go to vent um this was the manager that told that i i don't know i think i've shared this story with you erica but i I can save this for another day, but basically was like, I'm sorry y'all feel that way, but there's lots of nurses willing to take your position. So yeah. if you don't, yeah. yeah. So a lot of times I don't, I really, I, I felt helpless. I don't know that there is a way to handle a micromanager, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I, everything comes down to like keeping records and a paper trail, but you have to kind of weigh it. Like a micromanager is is annoying. It can make your life hell, but there's different degrees of it, right? So if it's just an annoyance, just keep in mind they're feeling inadequate, brush it off. But if it's really like impacting your job, if it's really causing you anxiety, well, then it's worth perhaps pursuing. But then you got to create, you, you know, your paper trail. And so keeping a journal. That's a great is, idea, Erica is really helpful and it doesn't no one has time to sit down and journal for 20 minutes so I always say like keep it so simple like the date maybe if you were understaffed how many patients you had if something crazy happened and then you know manager so-and-so um called me twice today about my charting right just something brief you know well I will say Start though to create that pattern the that manager ended up getting fired because her Don't year, you love it? Yeah. In the end, after two years, her evaluation from the staff was so horrible. Like, so bad. Yeah. And all the the comments and something had to be done and they ended up letting her go. So I guess um, there yeah. there is something that can be done. But I think I like what you're saying as far as keeping track of the things that are happening. Um, and then yeah. uh, reporting it when you can. The hard part is... The anonymous reporting about it is a lot easier than um, going to like a higher up and telling them because you never know that could backfire on you or it can because unfortunately retaliation is very common in the nursing profession. It can. But like I always say, there's power in numbers. So if this is happening to the majority of the staff, if you can get other coworkers to say it with you, that lends so much credibility. I found I was though. always had to be the um, the speaker for the group. Nobody ever wanted to go in. Why? I, I just don't know. <laughs> I, I guess I, I'm loud enough. Um, but I, I, they always volunteered me. So I would go with everybody's um, thoughts and complaints. Um, mm-hmm. But of course, then I was the one that stood out in her face. And she like hated me <laughs> more. Oh, well. Yeah. Made you the target. Yeah. Unfortunately. So, well, I hope that helps answer her question a little bit. Yeah. So if anyone else out there has questions that they would like us to tackle, we will pick one question. We'll keep it anonymous every week and we will give you some advice on the podcast. So just send it to uh, nursesuncorked at nursesuncorked.com. Yes. 
and send us your your message um and we'll we'll, we'll answer you we're like um yeah who's that lady that always De- d- dear abby yeah she's still alive it's like dear erica <laughs> dear erica <laughs> dear erica i have a hemorrhoid dear that flared abby, up this week she can't be still alive <laughs> I, I don't think so there's no way there's that lady was cranking them out when i was like two <laughs> right right <laughs> i don't know i guess she could be all right, so do you want to, y'all want to hear my um, dating uh, fiasco? Yeah. I I know a little bit, but I don't even know the whole thing of it. But I know that it is quite the tale. Yeah. So please. Um, it, 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 was, it was scandalous. So it was back in 1981. No, just kidding. It wasn't that long ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Erica? I hate to do this, but I think due to... How scandalous this actual story is. We're going to have to continue this in a nurses and dating part two. Um, So stay tuned, guys. Part two will be coming out next Tuesday. And you will hear all of the scandalous details um, of my dating story. (laughs) 